Hello, and thank you for listening to Why Pray. I am your host, Nisha, and on this episode, we are learning and meditating on scriptures that can help us in the area of faith. And we will be worshiping together in this episode with intercessory prayer, just thanking God for giving each of us his grace to access a sure hope by faith in Jesus Christ. It is no coincidence that you are listening right now and that I am recording right now. Jesus has given us grace for faith. Let's just take a moment to inhale and exhale and say, Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Let's just take another moment to inhale and exhale, saying thank you, Jesus, for the breath of life you've given us. Lord, We acknowledge that with body and soul, both in life and death, we are not only our own, but belong to you, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Your precious blood has fully satisfied for all my sins and delivered me from all the power of the devil. Your blood preserves me that without the will of the Heavenly Father, not a hair can fall from my head. By your Holy Spirit, I thank you that I am assured to eternal life and I am sincerely willing and ready to live unto you. Hmm. So let's begin feeding our souls with the word of God and meditating on scriptures that can help us stay strengthened in faith. Keep us in remembrance of putting on the shield of faith. All that can withstand all the darts of evil, all the darts of the enemy. Oh, let us, let us begin, saints. Now, before we begin, I want to just get a little bit of helpful understanding on what faith is for us. Faith is one of the pieces of armor we need to have victory in our daily life. It is the shield that quenches the darts of the enemy. By faith, we will repossess each and everything the enemy has stolen and saturated in our lives. Lord, oh Jesus Christ, may we grow in faith by meditating on your word in this hour during this very moment. The first scripture we will meditate on is Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Now, faith is the assurance title deed confirmation of things hoped for 
divinely guaranteed. Mm. And the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their very of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. For by this kind of faith, the men of old gained divine approval. By faith, that is with an inherited trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the world's universe and ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Hmm. This is from the Amplified Bible. Oh, let us just meditate on this scripture again. I'm going to repeat it. Hmm. Now faith is the assurance it's a title it's a deed a confirmation of things hoped for hmm, divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen oh the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses hmm. for by this kind of faith the men of old gained divine approval. Oh, by faith that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the world's universe and ages were framed and created all formed, put in order and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Hmm. Have you and I been walking by faith and not by sight? Has God given you or I a word that has us hoping? Though what is around us looks unlikely for it to happen. Do you and I need the Lord to help us walk by faith? Hmm. Oh, all we need to do is meditate. Allow these words, this promise in Hebrews 11, 1 through 3 to roll over and over in our minds and believe and receive it in our hearts to know that faith is the assurance. Oh, it's a confirmation, a confirmation, a title. It's a deed of things hoped for. Oh, that hope is a divinely guaranteed and it's the evidence of things not seen. Oh, Jesus has given you a conviction of their reality because the faith in you is comprehending a fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Oh, no. For by this kind of faith, the men of old gain divine approval. 
by faith that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of our God, we understand that the worlds, oh, this universe and these ages, they were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen Oh, it was not made out of things which are visible. Oh, let us meditate on these words in our minds and hearts with sincerity. The history of this scripture that is from the Amplified Bible, its its title is The Triumphs of Faith. And according to the Reformation Study Bible, faith is the certainty of receiving what God has promised, but not yet given. For the time being, only faith, as it receives the promise of God, can see the future. Because faith is the means by which the believer lays hold of Christ and the end time blessings that he brings, which is the assurance of future renewal made concrete in the here and now when an individual believes. Faith makes real in the presence the vindication that we already enjoy in Christ. Hebrews literary style and special focus. It was written on and about Christ's high priesthood. The book has been described to be the word of exhortation or encouragement to preserve in the Old Testament itself. The testimonies to the imperfection of the covenant at Sinai. The temple and its sacrificial system pointing ahead to a new high priest. Jesus Christ, oh saints, Jesus is better than the mediators, the sanctuary and the sacrifices of the old order. He is worthy of more glory than Moses. Jesus sanctifies us for the true worship of God so that we draw near to heaven itself with clean consciousness. That's how we're able to pray and go up before him because of him that laid his body on that cross. He is the guarantee of this better covenant bond for he links us inseparably, inseparably with the God of grace. So we can meditate on this scripture with the fullness of understanding that what we are hoping for, what we are believing according to the hope that he has given us, the word that he has given us, letting us know, hey, walk this way, go this way. I have something for you. If he's given you a vision, if he's given you a hope as to where to go, he's given you a dream. He's given you talents. He's given your hearts pure and divine desires that you cannot even see with your physical eyes, but oh, in your spirit and in your soul it is so visible meditate on this word that now faith oh it will be by faith that it manifests faith is the assurance of things hoped for it's the title it's the deed it's the confirmation a divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of the reality 
Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. For by this kind of faith, the men of old gained divine approval by faith. That is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom and goodness of God. We understand that the worlds, this universe, these ages were framed and created, formed, put in order and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Oh God, all we need is a word from you. Oh God, in this day, all we need is a hope from you. Oh God, all we need is your word so that by faith we can walk in it and see what was already assured in what was not yet visible. Thank you, Lord. The next scripture we will meditate on is James 1, 5 through 6. If any of you lacks wisdom, to guide him through a decision or circumstance. He is to ask of our benevolent God. Who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame. And it will be given to him. But he must ask for wisdom and faith. Without doubting God's willingness to help. For the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. Mm. Let us take a moment to just inhale. Exhale. Say thank you, Lord. I ask you for wisdom in this day. I receive your wisdom in this day because I know that you, oh God, are benevolent and willing to help me. What specifically do you need from the Lord right now? Do you believe what you need is in Christ ready to provide it to you? Does your mind drift into thinking about how you will deal with things when it does not work out? Are you and I sure about how Jesus, how much our Heavenly Father, how he feels about us? Are you aware of his character? Let us meditate on these words in our minds and hearts with sincerity. Oh, if we lack any wisdom to guide us through a decision or circumstance, we are to ask of our benevolent God who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame. Oh no, our God has no blame, no rebuke for us when we come before him asking. Oh, and it will be given to us. But we must ask for wisdom in faith without doubting God's willingness to help. For the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. Faith 
in what we ask him for. When we ask him in faith, we're asking him in the relationship, knowing that because, Lord, I spend time with you, so I've been getting to know you. And if you're someone who hasn't been spending time with him, maybe this is your call to action from the Holy Spirit to spend more time so that you may approach him with confidence, knowing that when you ask him for wisdom by faith, which is your relationship with him, your relationship with him and knowing that you've spent time and knowing how he feels about you and knowing that he died on the cross for you and that knowing that you were on his mind when he was on the cross. Your name was in his spirit. And every day he prays and he thinks of you. He thinks of me. When we know how our God feels about us, he has feelings. He is a spirit with deep feelings for us, deep love for us. We can know that no matter what our circumstance looks like right now, no matter where we are right now, good, bad, or abound, or abased, that we can approach our Savior. We can approach our God because his word says if we lack in wisdom to guide us through a decision or circumstance, we are to ask our benevolent God who gives to everyone generously without rebuke or blame and it will be given to us. Oh, it will be given to you. Believe. No doubting, no wavering. Set forth in it. Cry through it if you need to. Hold on to something if you need to right now. Let the tears flow if they need be. Allowing your heart to permeate with the love of God. Knowing right now that you are cared for. Knowing right now that you are not alone. Knowing right now that your circumstance is not the end. And this too shall pass because the living God is willing to give you exactly what you need by faith. We must ask for wisdom in faith without doubting God's willingness to help. He is willing to help you right now. Lean into him right now. Give it to him right now. He's willing because if we doubt His word says for the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. Let us inhale. Exhale. Saying, oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. The history behind the scripture is giving us an understanding that God is the source of wisdom. He grants it to those who sincerely seek it from him. Using your time and your day, whether it be 10 minutes, five minutes or an hour, finding in your time, he's given you richness. It's not money that makes us rich or wealthy. It is time. God gave you time and it is up to your will To give him the time that he gave you back. And it's profitable for you. 
Because as you sincerely seek him, trying to get to know who Jesus is in his word, trying to get to know how God feels about you in his word. He wrote you a love letter and it's in the Bible. He's giving you people as examples that he's worked through to let you know what he will do in any and every circumstance. There is someone in the Bible that you can relate to. So as we sincerely seek him, he sees it. No one else has to see it. It could be in secrecy. People don't have to know that you're Bible studying. People don't have to know that you're praying. It could be in secret. But he sees it. Even though you're going through things and you're studying the word and it seems as though things aren't changing. He cannot deny himself. He will grant it to you because you've been sincerely seeking him. James talks about the double minded man. His expression suggests a man who has two souls. He is as unstable as a person with a split personality. Since he claims to have faith, but in reality is a doubter. There is no in between in this faith thing. We got to play to win with confidence. It's like practicing as a basketball player or a football player before a game. You're not going into the game thinking about what am I going to do if I lose? You're practicing to win. You're going in the game and playing to win. All of your faith and your confidence is in the win. And for us as believers, our win is Jesus. So in every situation and in every circumstance, there's no reason for a split personality or our soul to waver because the win has already been done in Jesus. We are living in the happening. So our life is all of the process of the victory taking forth the story being written out the story being read out that has already been written we cannot be double-minded let your soul set your mind on faith in jesus confidence in jesus knowing for sure sorry knowing for sure he is Working out your situation. He is the victor over your circumstance. James is clear that although we are not justified, declared righteous before God by our works, good works are the necessary and inevitable demonstration that the faith we profess is genuine. So God knows our situations. He knows that we have room to doubt. So he says, do good, because while you're doing good, you're doing good is practicing the faith. You're doing good is an acknowledgement to worship you worshiping God, letting him know I'm believing in what you're doing. It's all worship. So when you're doing a good work, when you're being polite in your workplace, when you're being polite in your home, when the it seems like everything around you is crumbling apart, but yet you're confident, you're smiling and you're allowing God's grace to have you move through the room as though nothing is going on. It's not that nothing is going on. It is that you are professing that the faith that God has in your life is real and it is genuine. And I will not be of doubt and I will not be of worry because my God is working on my circumstance right now and he has already done it. And by faith. 
faith, I may not be able to see it, but this conviction in me lets me know it's already done. I may not be able to visibly see the manifestation right now, but oh, I will experience it yet in a little while. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The faith of Christians, our faith is under attack. James encourages us as believers to stand firm, to not be double minded. Stand firm in the faith. He's done it. Stand firm in that. Let not your mind waver on the thoughts of if it happens. For instance, like my little brother right now tonight, he's flying through snow. It's very snowy where he's coming from. And there's going to be a lot of rain where in where his layover is. And I was speaking to my mother and she said, wow, yeah, it's going to be really bad. The weather he's flying through. And I said, yeah, it's going to be really bad, but he's going to be OK. God's going to bring him home safe. I refuse. I refuse to worship the enemy in any way who who makes his point to kill, steal and destroy if it is God's for anything too bad to be so? Then we will see it visibly and see our God visibly take control. But until I see something bad occur, I'm standing firmly in confidence on the goodness of what my God will do and what he's capable of. He's capable of bringing him home in the midst of a storm. My God is capable of bringing him home in the midst of the snow because he has already let me know with a sure hope that it's already done and he's already been brought home oh thank you lord for giving us the sureness of faith thank you when you died on that cross you gave us a confirmation it's like when you order some shoes on the internet you know you're waiting for that confirmation email to come in you're waiting for that receipt email to come in to give you your tracking number oh by faith we've got a tracking number we've got a tracking number which is our hope you may not be able to see the numbers you may not be able to see the details of the visible oh but baby please rest assured it's gonna be visible because the vision will not delay oh god has a hope for you that will not delay you keep standing you keep pressing on don't you dare give up oh you keep walking my faith because jesus has a word for you and he will bring it to pass don't you dare give up i won't dare give up oh thank you lord thank you jesus thank you lord thank you oh thank you let us take a deep breath because i know i need it y'all and breathe in and exhale oh saying thank you Jesus for the power of faith in us oh thank you Jesus the next scripture that we will meditate on is Galatians 5 22 through 23 but The spirit of, I'm sorry, but the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability 
to wait, but how we act while waiting. Mm. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Let us just meditate on that word yet again. So that our God can just allow his spirit to move in us and bring forth this fruit in his due season. But the fruit of the spirit, hmm, which is the result of his presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, which is inner peace, patience, which is not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, Mm. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Do you feel like you need an attitude and personality change? Sometimes I felt like I did before really connecting with Jesus. And sometimes when I feel as though I'm not connected with him, I know that my attitude is not of him. Is that you right now? Have you stepped out of love and Feel yourself being selfish and having a lot of animosity towards others. Do you feel like your attitude needs a change? Are you tired of not knowing how to love? Not knowing how to live each day and enjoy it? Are you willing to surrender your life to Christ? So that he may finish his workmanship in you? So that... His presence may result within you and help the world. Have you been willing to tell the Lord, no matter the situation or circumstance, here I am. Have your way. Oh, God, have your way in us. We surrender to you. Let us meditate on the Lord's word in our minds and hearts with sincerity surrendering to him so that he may result in us with the fruit of the spirit which is the result of his presence within us which is his love an unselfish concern for others joy an inner peace patience not the ability to wait but how we act while waiting kindness Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Mm. Mm, Oh God, bring forth your fruit in us. Send forth your streams of water. Oh, and grow your fruit and result your spirit. Oh, sweet Jesus, dwell in us, Holy Spirit. Dwell in us so that you may result and it be your will in us and not our own. 
Oh, bring forth heaven on earth, oh God. Bring forth your will and your divine order in us, oh God. Oh, let it be seen who we are in heaven on earth. The history of this scripture is Paul, who is the writer, he uses the metaphor of fruit to describe the conduct of the believer. John the Baptist likewise claimed that the true repentance would produce the fruit of concrete ethical behavior. True repentance is not something of you trying to, which it can be sometimes, you know, you may be going through something and you say, I'm going to repent. I'm going to turn away from this. And then God gives you the grace to turn away from something that you really had a stronghold with. That's with repenting with strongholds. We must understand that with those strongholds, it's not really even by your choice to repent. God is giving you the grace to repent and to turn away for his glory so that others may know the power of his grace that can overpower anything. But this repentance that we're talking about that comes with the fruit of the spirit is something that comes from us turning away. And it seems like a subtle turn away, like, you know, you getting into the word and instead of doing your typical watching TV for that hour that you would have watched TV, you're feeling the spirit drawing you in and you have a hunger to maybe listen to a sermon instead. Or now you have a hunger to listen to some gospel or read some scripture instead. And as you are turning away in repentance from those old ways of those old things that you used to do, your old mindset, those old places you used to go to, those old friends that took you into your fleshly wicked ways you will start to see the producing of fruit because God takes us in seed form from where we were he knows the vision of your potential of the fruit that you have to grow to share with his people he sees the potential within you though you are just a seed He sees you and speaks to you from tree form. So we have to understand that in this essence of repentance, it's not for you to feel um, a, a guilt or shame. Of course, there is conviction, but it's not the heavy conviction like what we feel from we know, oh, my goodness, I'm really sinning bad and I've got to turn from this because I will surely die. This is the type of repentance that as you are in your love walk, like when you meet someone new to date. And originally, when you were single, a lot of the things that you do with this person, you didn't do while you were single. But being with them gets you feeling joyous on the inside. Being with them gets you feeling more unselfish. You start sharing with them, maybe giving them the last of what you have makes you patient with them, waiting for them to change or help you or you help them bring forth kindness from you goodness makes you be faithful to them stop giving out your number to other people and dating other people makes you gentle have self-control over the things that you say to them over where and who you give your body to same thing with our relationship with Christ. That's why he gives us relationships with people so that we can have a bit of a measure because he's a spirit, God, our father. So he is trying to help us little finite people. And he's so gracious 
Because when we're in relationship with him, the closer the time we spend with him, not in religious ritual, but in genuine, intimate, hey, God, you know, I want to get to know you. Jesus, help me grow in grace, in your grace and in knowledge of you. I want to spend more time with you. Help me spend more time. It's not about setting your mind on laws, on how you're going to do things and how you're going to, you know, produce the fruit of the spirit so that people can see that you're saved. This is a love walk. This is a relationship. If you've never been with someone before, great, because Jesus needs to be our first relationship. And from that relationship, you'll know how to deal with other people. You'll know how to love other people. You'll know how to love your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your spouse. The only way that we can truly know how to love is truly knowing how to love him. It all starts with knowing how to spend time with him helps you learn how to spend time with people. Knowing how to seek him helps you know how to seek the right people. Knowing how to worship him helps you not worship people. So it all starts with that relationship because as we spend time with him, then he starts producing. It's like the rains. He starts just raining into you, pouring into you, growing you, and you start producing fruit in your season, helping people with the fruit of your spirit. Jesus promised us as believers who draw life from him as branches united to the vine, we will bear fruit that glorifies the father. The love produced by the spirit is like the love of Christ. It goes far beyond the performance of legalistic self-righteousness. He's going to take you into doing some things that don't make any sense. He's going to have your heart practicing motions and actions of love and goodness. And you're going to be like, wow, this doesn't seem religious, but I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. For example, as God leads us in faithfulness and producing the fruit of the spirit, the requirement is obedience. The Holy Spirit will prompt us to do something in our love walk, just like in a dance with someone or same thing within a relationship. You know, you call your significant other. You say, you know, I'm going to cook dinner. They say, "Okay, well, I'll wash dishes tonight. Same thing with God. It is a connection. It's a reciprocated relationship. We'll never be able to do as much for God as he's done for us. And that's a really great thing because that's not our position. We're not God. We're the worshiper. The worshiper has its own role, its own power, its own function. We are creation. And the creator has his own role, his own function. And when we connect, oh, there's fellowship. In my life, God, one time, practicing me in obedience, working out obedience in me. I was at the park that I go to and spend some time and, and meditating and reading the word. And as I was leaving, feeling so holy, feeling, oh, I'm so connected. I looked on the ground and, and near my car, there was this doll. And I felt the Holy Spirit he prompted me and he told me, pick up that doll and go give it to the woman over there. And, and in a bit of a distance away from me, there was a woman sitting with her young daughter on a blanket. And 
I felt so weird because it wasn't of my own. It wasn't a prompting of myself saying, okay, well, you know, go give this dirty doll that's on the ground to this woman. I wouldn't have thought of that. I did my prayer time. I did my study in the word, got my, my time with Jesus. I'm feeling closer with Jesus. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm getting, I got filled with you. And then he, he calls me to love. He calls me to do something for him. My lover. He says, go do this. Go give that to that woman. And I'm like, okay. Now, I have free will. I could have got in my car and said, oh, no. Oh, that's just a thought. But as we're walking in obedience, you can't be afraid to get crazy. God's going to take you into a deep, crazy place. Like within the ocean, there comes a time when you're swimming in the ocean where you can no longer depend on your lungs. It requires you to be the submarine or some type of engineered contraption in order to get down further to the bottom of the ocean where your lungs cannot handle its pressures. God, as we walk in faith, will take us further and further where we cannot depend on our own breath where we cannot depend on our own lungs where we cannot depend on ourselves, because the pressures of where he's taking us are only where he can lead and guide and save us and it's a good place to be in because it's with him we could ignore the promptings and miss out on the blessings and i guarantee you Each and every prompting, though it may seem crazy, though it may not bring forth a miraculous seeming reward, reward is being stored up and God is watching you and remembering what you have done. I picked up that doll. I said, the worst that could happen is this woman say, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the worst that could happen is I would be rejected. But. I'm saved by Jesus Christ, so no person's rejection can ever do anything harmful to my soul. So we have to be willing to take those risks. Picked up that doll, went over to that woman and said, is this yours? And she lit up with a smile. And she said, oh, my goodness. That's my baby. That's her favorite doll. I can't believe I dropped it. Mm. And the little baby, she took on the doll and she was so happy. And though I did not receive any treasure of gold, the woman didn't give me any money. The doll was not mine. It was the fruit of the spirit. That led me into that moment to know that God will use us on his behalf to do works big and small. But with him, it's all big because that meant something to that woman. That meant something to that child. It's so important, saints, for us to walk by faith because God has tasks for you to do, people for you to help, people who have forgotten or made mistakes, and God wants you to fill in the gap. According to the Reformation Study Bible, they offered a very beautiful summary that I want to share with you called faith working through love faith stands in contrast to works because it entails directing our dependence away from our actions to rest in the completed work of christ 
The Holy Spirit gives eager anticipation of our hope in Christ on the last day because we have already been justified. That same Spirit imparting to us the saving benefits of our risen Savior is our foretaste of the fulfilled heritage in glory. Let's begin our intercessory prayer in closing, saints. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just come before you thanking you, oh sweet Jesus. Thanking you, dear Heavenly Father, for giving us Jesus, your word. Thanking you for giving us the author and the finisher to know that our hope is assured in you. Each and every word that you've spoken to us is true. Oh God, we ask you that you lay down our flesh and you take our will. We give it unto you, O oh God, so that your will be done and your kingdom come. We align and surrender to your kingdom agenda in this day, O oh God. For we ask that you produce the fruit of your spirit in us daily, O oh God. Bring forth the streams of water so that we may produce our fruit in due season, O oh God. Help us help your people, O oh God. Use us as a temple and a trophy for you for your glory, O oh God. Use us for your people. Fill us up so that we may overflow with holy water. Bubble up this well. Oh, pour into this dry place so that it may be filled with living water, O oh God living water for your people oh we want to be used by you we want our life and our family to be an example of what you will do for it's not just us that you are saving by faith but by faith you are saving our family you are saving our co-workers you are saving our nation oh god we believe in you because you are a world changing god you are not just a one person changing god but you are a family changing god i've seen you do it in my life holy spirit i thank you i thank you for approving and bringing my husband home oh god bringing me through the fire and the furnace i thank you for bringing forth the person listening right now through the fire and the furnace bringing them out not smelling like smoke oh god but as pure gold that is divinely sealed in christ hallelujah thank you jesus we thank you lord for your mercy and we thank you for your grace and we thank you for jesus because of him we can walk by faith knowing that each and every circumstance we are going through has already been overcame by the blood each and every Every doubt and fear has already been overcame by the blood. Oh, Holy Spirit, permeate in us permeate in us oh god we surrender to you and we thank you lord for each and every blessing we thank you for each and every miracle we thank you for the portion that you have supplied for us and allowed for us to have in this day for we have more than enough in this day to survive and to feed off of god thank you for the food that you've blessed in our fridges thank you for the water the clean water that you've given us to drink 
no matter what it looks like or what it feels like you provide and supply all our needs you are sufficient oh god and we thank you jesus we thank you jesus we thank you jesus we thank you jesus because you are faithful you are faithful you are a shield and a wall and no enemy and no stronghold can withstand what you have for us can stop what you have for us can stop the destiny and the purpose plan that you have for us i rebuke each and every influence of the enemy right now i rebuke each and every influence and curse and spell produced by the enemy and his warlocks and witches right now for no hex no curse can come upon us and stop the blessings of the living spirit that dwells within us oh flee from us devil before you can quenched by the fire of the living god oh we thank you jesus hallelujah jesus thank you lord in the name of jesus amen amen thank you for listening thank you make sure that you subscribe to my website nishawonderland.com and if you have not gotten the chance already make sure to check out my stage play healing after the tragedy god has given me the gift to be able to illustrate and use my art form to share my testimony of what he's done in my life and how far he's brought me so if you know a young girl or if you're someone who needs some encouragement and something positive to watch go ahead and visit my website and watch my play healing after the tragedy i know god will bless you and empower you and show you that if he was able to change my life he can surely change yours by faith i am here today Thank you.